Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Soreski. And uh, you know that commercial about uh, the money dance? You know, it's like, I, I get up on the stage. I do my money dance. Uh, that commercial is not entertaining. It's about uh, student debt. Uh, stop playing that commercial, you fucking dickheads. Not familiar with that commercial. It, it comes on all the time. It's like, I do my money dance. I get up on the stage and I do my money dance. And at the end, they're like, one day you'll pay off your student loans. You and I are probably watching different shows. Are you watching a lot of Lego Masters Australia? <laughs> no. It's and I'm also I'm also not watching like Best Best Chef or like Canadian like working Canada's on your home renovation. You should definitely be watching Canada. Oh no, I love Driver. Canada's Worst Driver. You turned me on to that. All right, good. Listeners but either way, that's a dickhead commercial and student debt is not funny commercial. So, we're back again this week. Enough talk about a commercial that at least I haven't seen. Uh, we're back with a fresh new monster. Ethan, why don't you explain the premise to the show for uh, people who've never listened to it before? Yes. For you, the person who's new to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour. Welcome. I, I will speak to you in particular. Uh, as always, on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us... Shibble this week has done extensive research on a ghoul, goblin, demon, or ghost. In fact, this week it is the Hat Man. The Hat Man. And one of us, uh, me this week, has done absolutely no research whatsoever. And I bring in only what I've known about the Hat Man before, which is absolutely nothing. So I will be playing the audience surrogate, and my ignorance will be a blessing. And I... What I like about this week is you've done a lot of our, our mans in the past. You did Goat Man, you did Bunny Man, you did Slender Man. I'm excited to be the man this week. Yes, I am a sexist. It's true. Whenever there's a man, Ethan's like, give me that man. Yeah, we have meetings and we, we split up the monsters and I go, give me the men. Yeah, but I said, no, no, no. I want that hat man. Yeah, hat woman. We were like, no, I don't want to. I really didn't want that one. Yeah. But, you say you don't know anything about the hat man. Not a thing, except he's got a, he's got a, probably got a hat. Okay, interesting That theory. was a Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Did you hear that? No, I could tell you were doing your Norm. Uh, yeah, it's a, I, I think uh, he's probably, uh, probably got a hat. It's like I'm there with him in hell. <laughs> uh, do you, uh, what do you think the hat man is? Just, just, I say hat man to you in your mind's eye. What do you picture? In my mind's eye. Well, I have a few theories okay. on what the hat man is because I've been thinking about it oh. ever since you said to me, the hat man. Mm -hmm. And I responded, where's the hat man from? And you said, everywhere. Right. Which is uh, most unhelpful. Yeah. But so, true. But true. So uh, theory number one, I think the hat man is a fabulous haberdasher okay the most fabulous haberdasher a haberdasher so fabulous that he or she could have designed something even more fabulous than alicia witt's chapeau d'amour just breathtaking ships really fair enough all right that's one theory really good haberdasher okay theory two number two 
a teen in the 90s had a white snapback USC Gamecocks hat. God, and in it the just 90s, those, wet, those white college hats were such a thing. We used they to call so dudes popular. who wore them white hats. I was never a white hat, but I had I, I had a few. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you were always a collectible guy. I'm sure you were into some college sports. Well, the thing was, the coolest one was the one that was South Carolina. My, my family's from Charleston, South Carolina. I don't know if anyone out there knows it. But um, USC, South Carolina, their um, mascot is the Gamecock. Mm. But the hat just said cocks on it. Nice. So that was the most, you know, uh, desirable yeah. of these hats because it just said Cox and no, you could wear it. Now. and well, You couldn't get in trouble for it because, you know. Yeah, you just say it's because me. I'm applying to USC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but this team in particular, in my story, kept bending the brim mm. and never taking the hat off. So his head molded to it and be- he became deformed. Mm-hmm. When he was older, he finally took off the hat and he looked like Jason Voorhees sans mask. Mm. This being the case, he decided to become a murdering cryptid because it is, you know, like the only career opportunity open to him. Sadly, yeah, we do not have enough career opportunities available to the facially deformed. Right. Well, extreme. Well, yeah. It's like, true. Cryptid we don't. is one. It's a fact. That's a set. You know, they say well, at, let's in name comedy, some. there's an element of truth. That was the element of truth. We don't have enough job opportunities for the facially deformed. Let's name some jobs that'd be really good for people with facial deformities. Call center. F- freak show. Uh, dentist. Uh, <laughs> do you really think dentist? I you're think they should up? be able to do anything that anyone else does. We're the ones that need to change. That's a good point. All right, so model. Story number three. Okay. Because I know... How many uh, of my, these theories do you have? Only a couple. Okay. My third theory is short. It's... This one, I really might... I think I nailed it okay. on what the hat man is. Uh, the hat man is a mustachioed postman from Kansas mm-hmm. who drives his delivery van to suburban neighborhoods and peeps in the windows of women, but only the cute amputees wearing hats. Now, you're thinking of me. What do you mean? No, I'm the I'm the mustachioed mailman, and also I'm a big pervert. Oh, okay. Uh, forget that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. No, I love uh, I love peeping. I love violating with my eyes, <laughs> my horrible gaze. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Theory number four: Hat Man is a Japanese Batman knockoff. The Hat Man. All right. And Robin is just a talking fedora named Hiroki. That reminds me quick diversion you know uh sid and marty croft who did hr puffin stuff you might remember ken played puffin stuff at their amusement park no oh yeah 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 i do they also had a show called lidsville that was just about that. uh giant talking hats <laughs> check out some clips especially if you're stoned yeah really can you think of if if Hatman was bat like a Batman knockoff in Japan, what they would call the movies like Hatman Rises? Like, can you think of one? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, obviously, there's Hatman and Hiroki, the <laughs> fourth in the entry. Um, but I think also what makes me interested interested in that is that after young uh, Bruce Wayne Chan's parents were killed by uh, a thug in Crime Alley. 
He went home and he thought, what can I do that will strike fear into the hearts of criminals of Osaka? And then <laughs> a hat flies through his window. And he's like, of course! <laughs> um, I came up with Hat Man, Fire, and Brimstone. Ooh, good one. Hat Man snaps back. Nice. Hat Man, one size fits all. Okay. And I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with night for the dark night, but mm. something that rhymed with night about hats. I oh, couldn't the do dark it. nightcap. Oh, thank you, Shibble. Thank really. you. We got there. Really. Whew, all right. That and was my last be an itch you couldn't scratch all day. It, it really would have been much, much like the hives that Nicole has been dealing with. Uh, my last theory is that the Hat Man is actually a cryptid. Okay. This is this is my real theory. I picture a phantom. In a trench coat, kind of like Dark Man, with a scarf over his face. Okay. And a fedora pulled down almost over his eyes, but not quite, because you quite. can see them. They haven't they, pulled them they... down over his eyes, blinding himself. Right. And you got to see the eyes, because they glow red. Okay. I think he's either a ghost or an alien, but definitely not human, and never was. I think the danger is that he takes you away to the land of the dead, or back to his home planet, which is strangely the same one as the tall man's in Phantasm. Okay. Well, I think you might find that you got a little bit right, a little bit wrong, and a little bit uh, 50-50. So, wow. uh, uh, yeah. But I think the best way for you to learn and for Tell me to Tell me, teach what's you, the best way? What's the best way for me to learn? It's narrative fiction. I think that's true of pretty much everyone. Everyone uh, on Earth. Yeah. So I wrote a short story, short story, but what we're going to do this week, last week I read Ethan's short story. So this week Ethan is going to read the short story that I wrote, having not and read And we it read them cold. Unrest. You have to, yes, we read them cold. Shibble, yeah. uh, Shibble read mine cold last week very well. Thank you. No, you were excellent, and it's putting a lot of pressure on me. Because I believe I have yet to I have yet to see your story, and I'm about to read it about the hat man. Well, then let's sing it in. Okay. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. Weird tempo. Okay, let me try again. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. I'm going to edit out the part where I was singing, so it's just going to sound like you were singing like a freak. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you do that if you leave that line in. Okay, we'll do. Okay, excellent. Story. Let me pull up your story. <clears throat> Let me take a sip of something, yeah, I think. Yeah, take a sip. Story time. Out, it's so sipping time. Whatever you're saying. Sipping time with Chris and Ethan. Sipping time. It's sipping time. Ethan <laughs> took a sip. It's over. Sipping time. Took a see a sip of Mio. I love Mio. Mio's a great, great invention. Brought to you by Mio. Makes water taste good. <clears throat> Just shut up and take the pills, Keanu, <laughs> says the man pointing the, g the gun in your face. You try explaining to him that you're not Keanu Reeves. Your name is Steve Keanu McTeague, <laughs> and you're an exotic dancer, Keanu Reeves impersonator. He won't listen. 
I know that you think that, Keanu. I know that you think Steve Keanu McTeague. I know that you think that, Steve Keanu McTeague. But once you take the pills, you'll see. You're the one. You're the Keanu. This guy is completely around the bend. His sunken eyes dart around the room rapidly. His skin is ashy and jaundiced. He's wearing a black trench coat made out of plastic. <laughs> You're trying to keep calm and hope that the dulcet tones of your Keanu Reeves-like voice will soothe this man's deranged mind. Listen, buddy. What's your name? Call me Website. <laughs> Call me Website, Website says. Listen, Website, you continue. If this is a Matrix-type situation... Shouldn't I be taking a red pill? These pills are all pink, you say, hoping that your captor will leave to track down some Dayquil or something, affording you the chance to escape. He clocks you across the head with the butt of his gun. No, it's not a Matrix-type situation, website yells at you. In the Matrix, you were pulled out of a false reality into a real reality. A really real reality. But right now we're in a real reality you need the pills to see another reality that's on top of this one it's different that's why the pills are pink not red it's also why i don't need you to have a choice he cocks the hammer on his pistol at that last bit you reach out with your duct tape bound hands and pick up one of the ten or so identical pink tablets on the coffee table in front of you is this a benadryl you ask? Yes, Canu, yes. Benadryl is the key. I knew you would understand. If you get out of this, you're going to have to talk to your agency about vetting potential clients. Having the appearance of a young, cut Canu Reeves was starting to be dangerous. This was, this was your third kidnapping this quarter. <laughs> you feel better knowing that the pills he's offering you are over-the-counter. Benadryl normally just makes you a little tired and dopey, but with all the adrenaline from having a hand cannon jammed in your face will probably keep you awake at least. In any case, it looks like you don't have much of a choice. You swallow the pill. Good. Now take the rest. You take the remaining allergy medication and chase it with a swallow from the bottle of Kirkland's best water he has so considerately provided. All right, website. They're taking your pills. Is something supposed to be happening? Website puts down his piece and takes a seat in the wingback chair on the other side of the dingy apartment. Dingy apartment. I was thinking it was a boat. It takes time, he says, taking a package of Benadryl from his trench coat pocket. He pops a truly impressive number of the little guys out of their blister pack, downing them in rapid succession. Don't worry, though. You'll see it all soon enough. Soon... You might even see him. He continues, I first saw him when I was a lad growing up in Newfoundland. <laughs> Starting at my eighth birthday, which we call Eight Skis, where I'm from. Eight oh. Skis. Which we call Eight Skis, where I'm from. Well, ever since my Eight Skis, <laughs> I couldn't sleep right. <laughs> and when I would wake up, I would see them. Shadow people. They would glide by. They wouldn't see me. I would just watch them until I could wake up all the way. They never saw me until him. He saw me with his eyes. 
I try to be brave like my hero, Guy Lafleur, the greatest Montreal Canadian of all time. But I felt my bravery leave me. I felt a fear. He approached, and just as he leaned down to grab me, my dog, Alistair, started barking. I shot up in bed, and the man glided away. I told my parents everything about the shadow people and this frightening man, but they didn't believe me. I've been hunting him ever since. When I saw you escape the Matrix, I knew that you could help me, Keanu. I knew you could see the truth. That's why I set up this fake bachelorette party. I wanted us to face him together. As website tells you a story, you start to feel groggy. The shadows in the room start to grow darker. The shadows start to move. Spiders. The paint peels. Spiders. The lights flicker to a dull yellow pallor. Spiders. Then, floating into your field of vision is a man. The man appears to be completely enveloped in a shadow. It might be more accurate to say he is shadows. You can't make out any of his features. The only thing you can make out is that he's wearing a hat. Your captor leans in. Can you see him? Can you see the hat man? Whoa. Well done. Well read. Thank you. Thank you. So what would you think of the story? What do you think about the hat man? (laughs) Well, I learned a lot about him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 actually, you know you did. You'll be surprised. I know I did. I'm being serious. I learned that he's a shadow person. Yes. Now, That's very interesting. Shadow people, I, don't worry. We've got some theories. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know much about shadow people, so that's exciting. I'm going to learn about shadow people. He lives and exists among the shadows. He comes at night. Uh, what else did I learn? Um, Guy Lafleur is the greatest Montreal Canadian of all time. Is that true? Uh, he is uh, one of the greats. Uh, he definitely had uh, some problems later in his life, but, uh, you know... Great hockey player. <laughs> was he a nice guy or not? Not. Um, I think he tried to. Well, I don't know. It's tough to say. The one thing that I found out was that he tried to like uh, pay off the cops when his adult son was charged with some sort of sexual crime. I think. Oh no. Yeah, which like no, not cool, dude. Not cool. What a gee he is. Yeah. So, but back to the monster of the episode. The hat man. Do you think? Do you think when he walks in the room, he's like, "Hey, geese, <laughs> hey, you geese." <laughs> do you think when it when can when when the Montreal Canadiens watch Goonies, that's what it, that's what their subtitle version says? Yeah, yeah, that's the dub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me, Shibble, this is very interesting, and I enjoyed reading. It was very well written. Thank you. So please, unless you want to hear some hat facts first, please. Ooh. Yeah, I've got, what do you I've got do? two hat facts breaks. But yeah, let's let's mix it up. Now's a good time for some hat facts. Okay, so we're going to start off hat facts with two facts, a game, and a test. Okay, okay. So two facts. Can we say, it, what are we having in, in the, the second act break? What? What are we having in the second fact break? I feel like this is a lot of hat. What? Never mind. Let's. It's okay. It's fine. I trust you. 
Hat fact number one. No, we'll do a quick one. We'll do the quick one first. Okay. All right. So hat fact number one. Yes. Here are some tips on hats not to wear in Los Angeles. Okay. The Houston Astros do not wear that hat. Okay. Because the Hoover Street Crips like to wear that hat, and they do, don't want you to wear it. No problem. All yours. The Philadelphia Phillies, worn by the Pyru Bloods. Ah, jeez. Okay, no problem. Cin- Not a Phillies Cincinnati main, so Reds. Good. What do you think? I'm going to say that's going to be the Bloods. That is correct. Kansas City Royals. Would uh, you have guessed that one? I'm going to guess that's going to go for uh, the Crips. Kitchen Crips. All right. How about this one? You'll never get this one. New York Yankees. I actually knew this one. Is it? Does that go for the Latin Kings? Rolling 60 Crips. Okay. And that's Monster Cody's set. And if you listeners out there don't know who Monster Cody is, he was this really famous gangbanger who changed his name and had like a change of heart because he had a horrible life. I mean, like he had no chance to be anything else. And then he became a bit of an intellectual and wrote a book and spoke out against violence and did some great things. So look up Monster Cody. It's very interesting. Okay, fact number two. White tall chef hats traditionally have 100 pleats to represent the 100 ways an egg can be prepared. Mm. You know, I've heard the true test of a chef is an egg. Oh, it must be. 100 ways. Oh, yeah, I, I bet. The process of making felt involves the use of mercury, which is toxic, and prolonged exposure can cause damage in the nervous system, tremors, and dementia. From that originates the phrase, mad as a hatter. Yeah. Their job used to literally drive them insane by exposing them to dangerous chemicals. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. And of course, last but not least, this is strange. In the 1920s, there was a strange custom in America that it was common that if people wore straw hats after September 15th, they were beaten up. Now if you just wear one at any point. Yeah, now if you yeah. Now you just get beaten up in the streets for your political beliefs. If yeah, just out there in a fucking straw boater. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you so those a barbershop quartet rehearsal. <laughs> Can you imagine the twenties you wore a straw hat and you just got beaten up by like by toughs in the street? Yeah. And I bet toughs in the twenties were probably tough. They probably had like brass knuckles and knives and shit. Yeah, they were still, they were like in the transition from Gangs of New York to like Murder Inc. Yeah, when you were just like some sort of low level street tough that just fucked people up. It was a bunch of like. It was like the Roaring 20s, so I'm sure there's plenty of money out on the streets. It was a bunch of Jews and Italians who were like out there. That was that time. Yeah. That was like Meyer Lansky and Bugsy Siegel and like. Dutch Schultz, that's scary time, man. I would not want to wear a straw hat around them. No. So, Shibble, now that I've given you your first of three sets of hat facts, which are very interesting, I got to tell you, you tell me something more interesting and teach me about this hat man. Yeah, we're about 23 minutes into the episode, so let's start talking about the hat man. I'm Uh, sorry. (laughs) The hat man is a mysterious shadowy figure, uh, all black, Wearing either a top hat and a cape or a fedora and a trench coat. Oh! Uh, so you got that. And you're right. Some reports do describe him as having the classic GRE, the glowing red eyes. Oh. 
No scarf? Uh, no. No, no scarf. Once again, if you're thinking about fedora, trench coat, scarf, that's probably me in high school. <laughs> you but, loved your trench coat. I, yeah. lo- I love that look on you. It worked. You made it, was it work. iconic. It was. Uh, so Chicks unlike, dug it. But unlike me in high school, the uh, hat man has absolutely no facial features. And had sex. Going red eyes. Hmm? And he has sex. Yes. Uh, well, he might. He, I definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that comes later in the show. Yeah, I, uh, I apologize. Go, go, go. I'm sorry. No problem. He appears to be either uh, a living silhouette or just shadow, like a three-dimensional shadow. Uh, and he's about at least, he's at least six feet tall, but less than six and a half. So he's of good height, but not supernatural. Yeah, yeah, he's not like Slender Man tall. He's just tall man tall. And I think that is important. Uh, he's he, not he's, a map and glory. He's just like a tall guy. Yeah. And he's uh, not to any specific location. As we said, reports of the Hat Man have come in from around the world and continue to this day. Uh, when did they start? Be seen, I'm sorry? When was the first one? Uh, well, I've got the oldest report that I have comes from uh, the main guy that's chronicling these things uh, over at his blog, The Hat Man Project, which started in 2001. But his first sighting of the Hat Man happened when he was a child uh, 20 years earlier. So he's been around since at least the early 80s. Uh, yeah, and the uh, so yeah, the oldest first-hand report that we have comes from Timothy M. Brown Jr., the administrator of the Hatman Project at thehatmanproject.com. Did he get involved with the Hatman Project because he saw the Hatman, or was he, he founded the Hatman Project because he saw the Hatman? Yes. Or... yes. Okay. Yeah, he saw the Hatman, and so he started the Hatman Project, and other people. And if you go on the Hatman Project, you will you can find literally hundreds of reports of people seeing the Hatman from How around about the world. Uh, no pictures, just all firsthand testimony. And everyone has a cell phone these days, and no one, no pictures. Well, well, he's let me a get shadow. Into some more so. details of the circumstances in which one sees the Hatman. But he's also a shadow, so it's hard to take a picture of a shadow. Yes. And I bet you could find some pictures. I bet if we Google him and searched Hatman right now, we'd find something. But it's also very differ- difficult to, say, differentiate between a low-light photo of a shadowy man and a photoshopped low-light photo. And also, man. most of the results would probably be the Japanese superhero. Yes, it probably is his shadow cast as he fights crime in Osaka. With Hiroki. Yes, his sidekick. The fedora. The fedora. So, uh, he will often be seen by people when they're first waking, uh, lurking in a corner or doorway. So once again, that weird sort of lighting would make it difficult to get a good photograph. Yeah. And uh, also, people are just waking up, so they're, they're, um, you know, they're not at their best. They're not ready to move, you know? They're disoriented. And so they're watching him, or uh, he's watching them while they were sleeping. Ugh. There have been reports that he's attempted to, to strangle some people. He's approached wow. and strangled them. 
So this guy, he's not just a like a pervo. He's also uh, violent. Most pervos become violent eventually. Hey, I've been perverse my entire life. I'd never heard of fly. No, but you're not a... When we say pervo, we mean, you know, like, you know what we mean. One that, that don't uh, appreciate uh, boundaries. Right, exactly. Someone who's doing something unsafe or someone dangerous to someone else. because it violates people's boundaries. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now, allegedly, the hat man most often appears in areas with, like, negative emotional energy. Bad vibes. Just like uh, Toby. Uh, Toby from what? Toby is the demon from Paranormal Activity. Okay. Just like Toby from Paranormal Activity. You don't so know that? Uh, will be places of uh, domestic violence, uh, uh, you know, old disdain asylums. Uh, Ugh. Places with bad vibes. You know, he likes bad vibes. Now it's unknown. So like my grandma's sister's house. Yeah, just a place where you go and, you know, someone's... Per- uh, Aunt Pearl's house was shitty. It had Uncle Benny in it. They suck. Yeah. A place where you go where it was just shitty. Made Benny rotten hell, by the way. Uh, do not rest in peace, Benny. Thank May you. May your uh, memory not be a blessing. He he hurt my grandma's feelings when he was alive. Ugh. Fuck him. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, you I just needed some context. Yeah. <laughs> uh so, uh, it is unknown whether or not a hat man is drawn uh, to these sites because of the negative energy that's already there, or, or if, if he it's makes happening them. because he's there. Yeah. Does no, I think give I think he's drawn to them. What kind of hat do you think gives off the worst vibes? Um, you know, you remember um, on in Living Color when they had Blaine and Dwayne, the two homosexual presenters yeah yeah the film remember those hats they wore they wear the little oh the little fascinators yes those fascinators for you give off the worst vibes yes i could not be around someone wearing a is that what it's called i believe so if i'm a fascinator yes yes more traditionally uh i think women's fashion and i think you know they can be tough to pull off. I'll say that. Not everyone and not every occasion is right for a fascinator. Thank you. All right. So you you kind of understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm going to say my worst vibes hat is uh, Hitler's hat. <laughs> but bad vibes are not the only thing that the hat man is attracted to. He's Amputees. also attracted to recreational users of Benadryl. No, no, that wasn't real from the story. You made that up. I did not make that up. That's real. Who uses it recreationally? Listeners at home can see the Hat Man. We strongly recommend that you do not do it. Do not take a bunch of Benadryl so you can see the Hat Man. I want to make that absolutely clear. You will see the Hat Man. Don't do it. How do we see the Hat Man? You need to take a bunch of Benadryl. How many? Like 10. Uh, And then at those dosages, it becomes a uh, deliriant. 
It gives you a delirium and also hallucinations. Um, is it dangerous? Yes, it is incredibly dangerous. Should not you just mention psychologically. that? I said, don't do it. 100%. But you didn't say why. You said because I you started it was asking me questions. Yeah, but I thought it was because the Hat Man would come get me. No, it's because it will destroy your internal organs and can result in death. Oh, well, you probably should have mentioned that first. I'm just saying. Well, I, I wasn't done talking about it, and I said, don't do it, and you started asking me questions. I was interested. Well, I'm glad you're interested. <laughs> now, do you want to know how people found out about this? Please. How did people find out about the Hat Man and his Benadryl? Back in 2020, in the early days of the pandemic, unsupervised teens were going viral on TikTok... By taking the Benadryl Challenge. <laughs> Benadryl Challenge kids would record themselves overdosing on Benadryl and then talking about what they would see. And a surprisingly large amount of them described a mysterious shadowy figure wearing a hat who they called the Hat Man. Was that supposed to land harder? That's right. All of these TikTok teens have been taking Benadryl and seeing the hat man. There is someone on TikTok. I Do you know on TikTok, Uncle Monster has like 2,300 followers? Wild. And do you know that Uncle Monster only follows one person? Is it Shaquille O'Neal? No. Oh, okay. But it? it's Thorn. Thorn? Yeah, it's joy and autism. It's this autistic guy named Thorne who is the sweetest guy. He's okay. just like he's adorable and his and his family is wonderful and I just love them. That sounds really nice. It really Much is. Much nicer than children deliberately overdosing on Benadryl to see the hat man. Now, you can really die from that? The Benadryl yes. overdose? Uh and the dosages that some of these people are reporting to be taking are shockingly high and keep in mind don't do it because they're probably lying about the doses they're taking or not taking any at all so don't you know go out and copycat this yes it's obviously with any viral trend it's very difficult to say what's real and what isn't but to take it all at face value which i think is the safest way to engage with this we need to assume that children are taking uh, three to four uh, Benadryl every period of the day while they're at school, and then at home finishing the bottle, and then seeing into an alternate dimension where they are assaulted by a malignant man wearing a hat. <laughs> man, lightly. I mean, he's well. I guess he's a hat man, so he's a man, yeah, but he's more he's of a, a sh- more of a shadow. Yeah, and they will report also seeing you know <coughs> spiders moving shadows everything looking like it's uh falling apart and having auditory hallucinations as well so basically they're just doing drugs and seeing things but they're all seeing the same thing oh that's true that's true i apologize yeah you know your story your story was very accurate you know with all the stuff in it and the spiders i mean it had a lot of great detail thank you yes see it look at how much you learned through narrative fiction you didn't I, even know it. I thought Oops. it was bullshit, the Benadryl. I thought you were just joking. Well, we just learned something. So, I think... Uh, let's talk a little bit about shadow people. 
Now, uh, we've described Hatman as being a shadow person. Uh, shadow persons are pretty much exactly what the name implies. Uh, they appear to be three-dimensional figures created of shadow that people will see in uh, half-waking states and sleep paralysis. Uh, what this presupposes is that these are not hallucinations, but in fact, things that we are becoming aware of. Now, there are a couple of things that they could be, right? They could be demons or ghosts, that kind of situation. Uh, but I think the situation might not be uh, so much uh, supernatural as it might be super scientific. Oh. We might be gaining uh, in these altered states of consciousness we might be gaining vision into an alternate dimension a parallel dimension to our own our minds are people, opening up yes yes we're gaining a third sight to to see into this alternate reality just glimpses just shadows of it but you'll notice that other shadow people they don't see the uh the viewer the hat man does. And the he's aware of you. Yeah, he's aware eyes. of you. He's aware yes, that, that you're viewing him, and he's aware of your presence. But the other shadow people, it's like you're looking in on their dimension. Yes, but in this one, he's looking at you. And so not only that, sometimes he's able to physically interact with you through by that strangling. Yes. So, well, so why is he different than the other shadow people? Why? I mean. It's, there could be any number of reasons, but I think it's also important to remember that he brings with him bad vibes. Uh, because viewers have felt evil from his gaze. Uh. So, to see him as, uh, you know, what am I trying to say? So maybe when we're looking in with our third eye at this alternate dimension, we're seeing the dead. That could be. It and could maybe be watching over the dead may be angels and demons, and maybe the hat man may be one of those entities. It's true. He could be a malignant supernatural uh, alternate dimension. Or well. a scary benevolent one. Angels yeah. can be scary. Remember well, supernatural? Yeah, but they norm. Uh, I'm going to say uh, strangling people isn't particularly benevolent, and bad vibes are not. But angels aren't all benevolent. I mean, angels have flaming swords and they kill people. It's true. Maybe God wanted you dead. God, that's a horrifying thought. <laughs> if God wanted you dead, I, I, there's quicker ways. Yeah, no, it's true. This way is fucked up. <laughs> I must have really pissed off God. Um, <laughs> now, Should we do a prayer? I think we, we don't have reports of him attacking people who don't see him, right? Like, we don't have, like, say, reports of two people in a room and one of them sees the hat man attacking the other person in the room. We don't have anything like that. So you have to see him for him to be aware of you. Or he is attacking you because you have seen him. Oh. He is protecting the secret of his home dimension. Or maybe he's not aware of you until you spy on him in his dimension. It's true. That could be it, too. You might be giving off some sort of signal that he becomes aware of. 
Remember in Phantasm when Mike dreams, you know, dream walks and watches uh, the tall man and the tall man can see him there? Yeah, it's true. Everything's Phantasm now that we're watching it's that. It's true. Yeah, I'm really reviewing things through the lens of Phantasm. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm living through the lens of Phantasm. Yeah, oh, what a great franchise. The other day, I bought ice cream from an ice cream man just because of Phantasm. Ah, that's great. And because I was hungry. Yeah, that's another. That, those are two great reasons to buy ice cream. Yeah. So that comes to the end of my uh, uh, Hatman facts. So do you have some hat facts for me? Oh, sure. Would you give me a hat facts? All right, get out a piece of paper and a pen. Okay. I'm ready. Write $50,000. $50,000. 53K. 53K. 625. 65. 133. 133. 2.7 mil. 2.7 mil. And 10 mil. 10 mil. Now match those with these hats. That costs okay. that much. Ready? Okay. The Honda Collection's Big Wing Hat Cap. This is literally just a hat. Okay. That says Honda on it. It's like a hat like we would wear, but it's Got made it. from buffalo leather and features an ostrich feather plume on the side. Baller. Uh, okay, I'm going to. Uh, do you want me to tell you what I'm guessing? Or yes. should I? Tell me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put that one at 62.5. Wrong. 53,000. Okay. 53? Okay. Now, we have Michael Jackson's Billie Jean fedora that he wore in the Billie Jean music video. 2.7. 49,000. Wow. He's a pedophile. Still. What do you mean still? That really hurts your value when you diddle children. It's true. It's Charlie Chaplin's out. bowler hat worn and in the film. maybe it was sold a while ago. It was. Charlie Chaplin's bowler hat? From the film Modern Times from 1936. From, from Modern Times. All right, I'll put that one at 2.7. 62,000. What a steal. Princess Beatrice's royal wedding hat. All right, I'm running at a low end, so I gotta go 2.7 mil. 133,000. You're just going up the list. It's and the proceeds were given to UNICEF. Well, that's nice. The Pope's tiara. Ten million dollars. Yes, ten million dollars. It has 540 pearls, 22 emeralds, eight sapphires, and 11 diamonds. Just I like I didn't Je realize how high the high end was going to go. Just like Jesus would have wanted. I mean, that sounds fucking baller as hell. God bless. And the last one is the one I mentioned in the beginning, the Chapeau d'Amour. It's, you got to look it up. It's 2.7 million. I'll just tell you because the last one left. Just look up Chapeau d'Amour because right. I don't, I don't believe I've seen quite so ugly in hat before, a hat before. $2.7 million for this garbage. I mean, in the hat world, they may be nice. I'm not a hat person. Oops. Click the wrong thing. You having a problem with the typing? Uh, just a little bit. Images. <laughs> what do you think oh, of that? okay. Yeah, that's fucking wild. 2.7 million. 
So, listeners, uh, if you didn't look this up, say you're driving, and thank you for not picking up your phone and looking this up if you were driving, uh, it looks kind of like uh, a pillbox hat with a bit of a brim, like almost kind of a thing a widow would wear, and then three large bejeweled horns, (laughs) probably about three feet in length uh, coming out of it, that are just sort of wireframe and bedecked with jewels. So you can uh, have so, that or a beach house. Yeah, I mean it's very it's very expensive. I'll give it that. Okay. London black taxis are made tall so that a gentleman can ride without taking off a top hat. Oh, that's nice. Talking about top hats, in the middle of 19th century, uh baseball umpires wore top hats during the game. They that's they should do that now. They Oh, that would be dope. That would be the look. When John Hetherington wore one of the first top hats in 1797, he was arrested for scaring people in the streets. He ended up in ah, court. His hat! <laughs> Never have I seen the like! He ended up in court and paid 50 pounds sterling. Never have I seen such a tall, proud hat! And now, for the last. <laughs> oh my goodness, his hat is so prideful! Ha! <laughs> Now, the last thing we're going to do is, you know nothing about um, Hogwarts, right? Uh, no, not too much. Okay, I mean, so... I know it's from the wizarding world of Harry Potter! So, the last hat fact is going to be um, a Hogwarts sorting hat quiz for you. Okay, sounds good. Which hat will I wear? We're going to discover your Hogwarts house. Okay, which house will I buy... Okay, let's let's sort you. Yes. I'm opening I'm it I'm looking for a fixer-upper somewhere in the 80,000 range. Yeah, yeah, it's not that kind of house. Um, okay. Okay, here we go. Get sorted now. You ready, Shibs? Yes. Pick dawn or dusk. Ooh, dusk. Once every century, the flutterby bush produces flowers that adopt their, adapt their scent to attract the unwary. If it lured you, it would smell of the sea, home, law log fire, or fresh parchment. This, I think we may have to cut this fucking segment. <laughs> Yeah, I think we get the idea. And those are round two of Hat Facts. So, let's face it, this thing sounds pretty crazy, but can it love? A werewolf ate my dad. But it's not so bad It might sound crazy But can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight It's so romantic This might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it love?
My father was a werewolf. So do you think the hat man, the interdimensional evil man of bad vibes, can love? <laughs> um, no. Okay. I don't I don't think so at all. I mean, like, hats are not... Well, I guess some hats are... No, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a woman in a hat and thought to myself, that makes her look better. Oh, not even like, uh, like in Rocky when Adrian's wearing that cute knit cap. Oh, she looks so cute. Like Jackie O, maybe? Jackie O would certainly look very classy in her classic pillbox hat. I guess I like, I, I, like when a hot chick's wearing a baseball hat. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, but that context. has nothing to do with Hats it. Hats are all about context. It is about context, but that's not what you're asking me. It, can it love? It, it's got an evil vibe. It brings bad feelings. But it is Hat Man, so we know it has a gender. No, it can't love. It's not a loving being. I don't sense any love coming off of this shadow demon. I'm going to say... While it certainly has the capacity to hate us, it might have the capacity to love another shadow person. But uh, I don't. I say that only because it's possible. Yeah, there's no proof. Yeah, it's it's strictly conjecture that it is protecting its home dimension out of a sense of love. So I'm gonna say no. That man cannot love. So first but, date. First date. Ooh, good question. My dream date with the hat man. You know what I think it's going to be? It's going to be Halloween. Really? I think, yeah, he's going to come over, and we're going to give out candy to trick-or-treaters, and we're going to watch a scary movie. A That's classic. really sweet. Yeah, I think that'll be a great first date. I think... He likes giving people spooky vibes, and he'll get to scare the kids. I think I'm going to take him to a battered women's shelter. Okay. So that he can frighten battered women? No, he likes he likes that vibe. Oh, he does like bad vibes. He does like bad vibes. And then we can eat there. It's like a no-boo for him. And then we can go to Lids. There you go. So battered women shelter for lunch, and then and they, they can prepare it for us. And then Lids. All right. But can he fuck? That sounds crazy, but can fuck? Well, he's hat man. Yeah, men can fuck. Men do be fucking. But the question is whether his genitalia or libido is active. I mean, it, it exists, but is it active? Um, I mean, once again, it would be conjecture. But if we get to be conjecturers, let's say yes. Well, strangulation, which he... That's his murder method. That's very... One of the most erotic forms of murder. Yep. Very intimate, right? Yes. Right up there. Face to face. Almost in a kiss. In the bed. Between the sheets. You're making it sound so wonderful. Yeah. What I'm saying is, kill me, hat man. Oh, I thought you... Okay. okay. Is that what you're saying? Um, I'm saying, kill me and I will come. I... Ew. That was the, one of the grossest things you've ever said on the show. Um, that definitely was. My apologies. So, in order to help answer this question that we've already answered, I actually Googled Hatman Erotica. Oh, good. I was worried that I wasn't going to say the next th grossest thing that I was going to ever say on the show. Yeah, of course. Well, actually, I, I didn't find anything that gross. Um, 
like you know just pure word for word just grossness like last week but um i did find hard hats gay erotic stories kindle edition by neil plaxy it has 4.1 stars out of five by the way on 10 ratings and shibble could you give me a little uh synopsis sure 4.1 out of five stars 10 ratings construction workers plumbers gardeners or any hard-working man with a tool belt play a part in many gay male fantasies. In this steamy collection, we take a ride to the top of the high-rise under construction for a precarious steel beam encounter. Go down in the belly of a dark, steamy mine and hang out with some hunky, sweaty landscapers and slip into the construction manager's office for a quickie. Wherever we go, you'll find sexy men loving men who are turned on by more than their buddy's tools. In this world, the hats are not the only thing that's hard. Ooh. That was a really well-written review. That wasn't a review. That was was a summary. Oh, okay. The review I'd like to read. Okay. Okay. Five out of five stars. The review is titled... <clears throat> I like this book. Reviewed in the United Kingdom on 2015. It's a verified purchase. The reviewer says, again, I like this book. I read it in the morning before getting out of bed. It is full of gay stories. So it is. <laughs> That's the whole review. And he gave yeah. it five stars. So good. Yeah, it sounds like. You really enjoyed it. It really delivered on the premise. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's full of gay stories. Yeah. You know, Uncle Monster is going to go ahead and we are going to endorse Hard Hats Gay Erotic Stories Kindle Edition by Neil Plaxy. Check it out. <laughs> Let's have Neil Plaxy on for an episode. I would love to talk to Neil Plaxy. That would be so, that'd be such an interesting guest. A gay um erotic fiction writer and he would have to sit here and like take a monster seriously for an hour and yeah, then until we to got us. to does it fuck and then we were like this is why we brought you on the show neil yeah is the monster gay aren't you <laughs> some sort of gay expert you i mean you're a gay erotic expert certainly yeah i mean that'd be that'd be good to have a sex expert uh, for that part yeah interesting so, do you know anything else about the Hat Man that you'd like to tell me? I mean, I know that it's scaring me out of my wits. Is it scaring you out of your wits? Because I was just about to tell you, I don't think I can sleep tonight. Because no, it, it's something that does come in your room, you know, mm-hmm. and, and while you're sleeping. So, and that's when I'm at my most vulnerable. I mean, you know, with both of my eyes closed, I'm no horse. And um, I need to know something, Shibble. I sleep with both eyes wide open. I I know I've watched you. Um, it really made for some awkward slumber parties. I I used to sit in that rocking chair and just stare right at you and just giggle my ass off. Um, I need you to tell me something, Shibble. Mm-hmm. Is the Hat Man real? Is real? Check it, Pavakasha. Hey. hey. Yes. <laughs> the Hat Man is real. These reports are real. Uh, so. Wait, we didn't do a fight night, by the way. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. It's fight night.
fight. Okay, Sybil, it is fight night with yes. the Hat Man. Are you ready All for right. fight number one? Yes. Is it Hat Man versus Shax? No. No. Yeah, I'm just joking. It is Oof. the Hat Man versus Prime Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, are you here with us? I thought I'd stop by. Oh, hey. Shaq, it's great to have you. It's great to be here. I'm very excited because I know that I could take down the Hat Man how would How would you do it? I would be asleep. I wouldn't use the Benadryl method because <laughs> I don't like to get myself there artificially. This is 100% Shaq. <laughs> and so I'm in my bed in my dorm because this is college Shaq. The real prime Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack. He comes up to strangle me. <laughs> I strangle him first because I have longer arms. <laughs> He cannot reach my neck, and I strangle him to death. Shaq, that's amazing. So you take the first battle. Very well done, Shaq. Yeah, and I got to agree with Shaq's prediction on that one. I think one Shaq could take down the hat, man. I think so, too. I don't I think mean, anything I mean, unless the... those bad vibes get really bad. But Shaq has Shaq such has good, good vibes. vibes. Yeah, he'd cancel them right out. Yeah, Shaq all the way. Number two, the hat man versus the white rabbit. Okay. Because he's a mad hatter, get it? Yes, he is very mad, and he is a hat wearer. Uh, yeah, and strangulation, uh, rabbit, yeah, pretty much anything can kill a rabbit. They're very delicate animals. The white uh, rabbit, I'm say though? I'm get him with just the vibes. He was magic. The rabbit was already a neurotic mess, so bad vibes are just going to take oh, him over the edge. Oh, you're right. Mentally, he couldn't handle that. No, no, yeah, the vibe's enough. Number three, hat man versus Batman. Batman versus Batman, Bruce Wayne, the billionaire playboy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to put this one. I actually on meant Bruce. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. No, no, I, no, I didn't. I, no, I didn't. I meant Bruce Wayne. I hate Ben Affleck. Bruce Wayne has got this one. I'm pretty much 99.99% of the time going to put my bunny on Batman. He's a tough son of a bitch. And he's already dealt with the darkness in his life, so bad vibes don't bother him. No, he fucking loves bad vibes. Are you kidding me? Hat Man versus Hat Woman. Okay. Uh, and they're fighting? No, the they're... Death. no, they're, Yeah, it's fight night. Yeah, okay, they're fighting to, to the death. I'm going to call this one a draw. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. The Hat Man versus an anti-vax, anti-book protest at a school board. Oof, boy, let me tell you, the vibes there are already going to be plenty bad. So <laughs> so he's going to be there, probably. He's going to be in the area. And, yeah, these guys don't know uh, danger when it's looking them right in the face. So I'm going to say they are not going to be prepared for the hat man to strangle them one by one in their beds. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing that they would all be strangled in, in their beds. No, but I, I appreciate their opinions and their valuable contributions. It's just it's the Hat Man. That's it's right. the Hat Man. Yeah, yeah. We do think their their uh, their contributions are as valuable as anyone else's. They're just going to get murdered by the Hat Man. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the way it just, goes. It's the Hat Man. It's the Hat Man. It's guys. not us. It's the Hat Man. Okay, the Hat Man Shibble versus your entire post office team in special ops gear. Oh boy. I gotta say, my crew, we got a tight crew. 
we're going to take down this hat man. I'm not sure what his vulnerabilities are, uh, but I'm assuming we haven't seen him attack in groups. Uh, we could just sleep in shifts until we figure something out. Good. Hatman yeah. versus He-Man, Orko, and, Crin- and Battle Cat. I mean, Orko already kind of looks like a tiny hat man. Yeah, he does. Uh, so they, they'll probably use that to like trick him somehow. Like they'll make Orko cast his shadow on the wall, but he'll be really big and he'll be like, I'm the hat man's dad. (gasps) And then the hat man will get scared. He'll be like, daddy, no. And then he man will slay him. Yeah. While he's distracted. Yeah. He man will obviously get him. And Tila and man at arms will arrive. Yeah. And Cringer will be like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, the Hat Man versus Gino's fiance from 90 Day Fiance. Uh, not familiar, so I'm going to put it on the Hat Man. Uh, no, because she, this guy has a patch of hair the size of my chin hair on the mm. back of his head, won't shave it, and only wears hats. Wow, that's a bad decision. Won't take off his hat for anything, this guy. It's the strangest thing. And he thing. wants to get married? It, they're engaged. They got in a fight. She tears his hat off and starts dying laughing. And he's rummaging around and immediately pulls out an emergency hat and throws that on. Oh, my God. This poor guy. No, he deserved it. He showed a picture of her nude to his ex. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Yeah. He was like, I was just bragging about how beautiful you were. And she was like, give me your hat. Look at your pathetic hair. You know, she could do that to the hat man to pull off his hat. Who knows? It's true. Who knows what he's got going on under there? All right, last one. The hat man versus Russia. The entire country. No, just the army. Okay, just the army. No, not not the the, uh, military. Just the military. Uh, boy, I feel like it's a numbers game, and the Spetsnaz are a pretty tough bunch of dudes. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, some of their initiation stuff, but it's fucking scary as shit. Uh, For initiation, we take a Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will definitely have no problem taking 20 Benadryl. We take 30 Benadryl and make TikTok for initiation for Spetsnaz. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say the Spetsnaz... Fair cop, they're going to take down that, man. <laughs> well, if Shaq can, I believe the whole Russian military would be would be fine yeah, taking him out. Yeah, let's be fair. Politics aside, I'm pretty sure they got the hat, man. He's just a shadowy guy that tries to strangle you. Now, now that I'm now that I hear that he he can take out, you know, um, what what did we say he could kill? Uh, we said he could take out a entire protesting group of moms. Oh yeah, anti-book, anti-vax protest at a school board. That's scary to me, Shibble. Yeah. You know, that makes me quake. He got their address wrong and he came to my house. That makes me quake in my boots. Yeah, you're right. They come to your house. You'll be like, what? I have no problem with the catcher in the rye. And he'll be like, sure you don't. Um, sure you don't, Mr. Robinson. Uh, but I'm frightened and I need you to tell me now. Tell me now, Shibble, is the hat man real? Is real? Check it, Bavakasha! Hey! hey. <laughs> yes! <laughs> You're so full of shit. The hat man 
is real. Well, the sightings, the reports, there are reported sightings. There are lots and lots of reported sightings of the hat man. That said, he is thought to be, uh, like they say, a one of the shadow people. Shadow people are a phenomenon that is basically a side effect of sleep paralysis. Now, what so sleep paralysis is... He's like the old crone that sits on your chest, right? Yeah, yeah, same vibe, and that's why you get the same strangulation thing going on. Right, the breathing. Which ties into sleep apnea. I have that badly. I wear a mask. Yes, and good. I'm glad you're getting the treatment you need. Without it, I'm sure your life would be unbearable. It was. For 10 years, I had it and didn't wear a mask, and it was... (laughs) I lost 10 years. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh... We say, uh... That this... uh, He could be one of these... Just a specific variation on a shadow person. The same way you're likely to imagine that there's just a shadowy figure, you're just as likely to imagine that there's one in a hat. And then there's (laughs) sort of the group speak phenomenon where everybody's saying, like, oh, I saw the hat man. And then the next time you see a shadow person, you're like, oh, no, this shadow person had a hat. You know, because it's all a large part of this is suggestibility of your brain and your brain filling in the blanks of what it's perceiving in your sort of half-waking state. Kind of like when all of the dream warriors were at the asylum and they all dreamed of a boogeyman with knives for fingers, but you thought they probably all dreamed of a boogeyman and then put together the details of the knives for fingers when they met each other. Also, coincidence, Freddy Krueger wears a hat. Oh! That uh, and allegedly the Hat Man was one of the things that Wes Craven was aware of when conceiving uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that real? That's true. Uh, I I I read a source or two that has implied that, but I, I haven't found credible evidence for it. But it's something that people have said. It makes sense because his hat is iconic, and they spend a lot of time getting it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, he Wes Craven said that I I saw a clip of him saying that he saw an old man wearing a hat like that and that old man scared him. That's and what it is then. Yeah, that's the yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. That's that's, that's where great. It actually came from. Wait. But the guy scared him like he was like he saw the like, guy he and he was like, like he was like scaring a little kid. He was like yeah, like menacing a little kid and like that was part of that sort of sadism that drove him to do that was part of what informed the character of Freddy Krueger. Wow. Someone who wanted to frighten you in a sadistic kind of way. And a child, especially. Yeah. Wow. That's that's enlightening. I like that. Illuminating. Uh, so, yeah, the Hat Man is somewhere between a uh, hallucination and group delusion. And real. Or, you actually have a perception of a near adjacent dimension when you're in these half-waking states. And the effects of overdoses on Benadryl are akin to having uh, night terrors and sleep paralysis. And hallucinations, I would imagine. Well, it's sort of like having a waking nightmare. Right, okay. So, when you said he's real, you were lying. Well, unless you can see into this alternate dimension when your brain is in these hired states. What other time... What other times... I can't pull that out. What other times would you be able to see into that dimension? 
I guess there'd be uh, any way that you would be able to access this part of the brain that's able to do it, the you know, through this sort of half-waking state. Do you think uh, da- they, David Carradine saw that dimension right before he died? It's entirely possible that while well, he was, that was what distracted him, or it was the Hat Man who finished the job. <laughs> he just pulled his legs down. <laughs> Keep jerking, David. <laughs> Looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. <laughs> Are we yelling that? Really? <laughs> you bet we are. <laughs> I think that is the red light, Shivel. I think you're right. Hey! Uncle Monster, how are you? I'm good, and I wanted to recommend a movie. Oh, that's perfect. I was looking for a movie to view. Uh, it was actually, uh, it's gonna be... Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. That's my, that's, that's my fucking one for this week, too. That's so weird. Great minds! <laughs> Tell me, Uncle Monster, why should we see that one? Because it's real weird. And it's kind of, it, it's got kind of a cool LGBT vibe to it. Any other reasons? Check it out. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anyone else back there with you who wants to say anything? I think Uncle Monster 2 had a movie. Hi! Hey, hey brother! It's Uncle Monster 2! Hey, Shibble, how are you? I'm hanging in there, buddy. How are you holding up? You know what I do? What do you do? I license my brother's act and I perform it at clubs around the city. You do, and that way he gets to hit his whole fan base. Yes. And it keeps the money in the family. It does. It keeps the money rolling in. I have I have two movie suggestions. Oh, good. I'm glad you couldn't edit it down to one. Number one is Lake Placid. Classic. Yes. Betty White's in that. It's got a crocodile. Who's in it? Betty White. Yes, she's in it, and so's Oliver Platt. Oh, Oliver Platt's great in it. Yeah. Bill Pullman. Yeah, he's in it. He's handsome. He's great. And then also... Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. It's a gay romp. And it also, is. also, Freddy attacks a group of teenagers at a pool party. And who would want to miss that? Not me. Not me. And if I remember right, there are also some dogs wearing human masks. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you Thank guys. Thank you for checking us out on Spotify and uh, liking and subscribing and... and and giving us five stars on iTunes and yeah, continue to do that. We really appreciate it, and of course, we love hearing from you at Uncle Monster Six on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, even TikTok, and of course, of course, Patreon, where we supply mm-hmm. incredible deep dives into such film series as insidious nightmare on elm street and now phantasm i mean who wants to miss that not me not me and coming up uh we've just finished recording uh the phantasm series and soon we're going to be starting up i believe next we're doing Candyman. yeah the full the full run so you'll definitely want to check that out uh so thanks again so much you guys and until next time <gasps> don't, don't get, get spooked, spooked.